What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 221. This week we got my guest Noah on from the band Foamer out of Pittsburgh. Uh, this episode kind of continues with my recent focus on that city. Uh, Foamer is an indie rock band with some new songs out. Uh, one is called Brain Attack and one is called Combust and I featured both of those on this episode. So if you like them, you can definitely go check them out wherever you stream stuff. In our conversation, we kind of talked about uh, the origin story of the band, talked about some of Noah's favorite uh, video games, and just the city of Pittsburgh in general and the music scene there. If you want to support Foamer, you can definitely check out some of their dates on any of their social pages and uh, find a show. They're usually playing around the city. But uh, regardless, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Whether you're a regular listener or new, uh, definitely appreciate it. And uh, hopefully yourself are doing well as we wind down uh, summer here a little bit. Hopefully you're out there gigging, kicking ass, feeling good, drinking some beers or not, whatever you're into. Um, If you want to help the show, you can definitely follow us on any of the socials or drop a star rating or a comment wherever you're streaming. That uh, definitely helps. There is podcast merch on Shopify, and the link for that is in the episode description. Um, Also, if you're in the DMV, uh, we're doing a lot of music videos and a lot of different shoots. So if you need some new content, we are doing that uh, under the guise of Part-Time Rockstar Productions. And uh, that's also in the episode description. Uh, Lastly, the sponsor of the show, Best Guitar Shop Around Town here in uh, Maryland. We got uh, Truly Strings Guitar Shop based in Laurel, Maryland. And uh, I take all my guitars there, whether they're broken or bloodied up or smashed on cymbals, whatever it is, uh, Steven handles it and uh, fixes them up and gets them ready for the next thing. So, uh, other than that, uh, we'll get to the conversation with Noah from Foamer. Brett, I don't know if I mentioned that in the email. Oh, yeah, I um, saw in the email. It's nice to meet so you. Nice to meet you as well. Um, it's just something I started a few years ago to kind of, you know, help us bands out around here where I am, kind of in the, the D.C. Baltimore area. But uh, on. you're up in Pittsburgh? Yes, Pittsburgh. Hell yeah. Yeah, I've been kind of zeroing in on there lately. Every once in a while, I, something strikes a fancy and I just decide I'm going to focus on a, a different city. You know, for a it's, little bit. It's a good music scene over here, man. It, it really is. Um, like, there's a lot of new bands coming out that I'm, I'm really, really digging. And it, it's different than it was, you know, say a few years ago. Yeah. Move. Yeah, I think 
part of, part of what piqued my interest, uh, besides my drummer having uh, some family up there, is um, just Philly has been a lot of fun to play lately. Yeah. Um, and I figured, I don't know, if for some reason Pittsburgh is anything like that, then we definitely want to come out and, uh, you know, try to rage a little bit. It's definitely a smaller city, but I mean, the, the music scene here is very inclusive because of that. Like, a lot of people know each other and stuff right. like that. It's, it's very, it's very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, so how long have you guys been playing and all that stuff? Uh, we're pretty new. Um, we we haven't, we started playing uh, and releasing music uh, back in March. Um, the idea of the project goes back to like 2019. I, I was kind of like figuring out what I wanted to, where I wanted this to be for a right. few years. I trying to start a band and then i was like oh no I'll, I'll just you know write all the music and have guest vocalists and then i was like you know you know screw it i'll do the vocals so yeah it's kind of how it evolved like short story i guess yeah were you singing kind of before that or are you uh this is your first foray into it all um i mean i, I sing in the car a lot but uh no i mean like i i, I guess i have experience like because I, I play in bands do a lot of backup vocals um like you know, I'm, I'm into a lot of bands that, like, you know, utilize harmonies and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, 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 but this is definitely my first time being a front man. So it, it, it was, um, it was very, uh, it was something I had to overcome. It was, it was definitely, like, something I was scared about. But I, I think I was more afraid of, uh, you know, just seeing how people would react to stuff I wrote um, more than anything. I remember that the, the first gig we played, I was extremely nervous. Everyone yeah. after that was kind of... You know, whatever. It's like I, I'm doing this again, but, but I, I, yeah. I, I definitely have that feeling. How old are you? I'm 28. Right on. Yeah, I'm 33. Yeah. Um, but I, I was mostly a guitar player for a long time, and then mm-hmm. like I kind of got the itch to do songwriting more, and I don't know, just decided to sing because uh, it's just easy to sing your own songs, I guess, as opposed to writing yeah. for somebody else. So, um, yeah. I know the feeling. It's not really comfortable at first at all, especially when you're used to a kind of a different thing. Yeah. I think, I think really it was like, uh, getting comfortable with, um, make coming up with melodies and, uh, lyrics that I can be okay with because I'm, I'm always my own biggest critic. Um, yeah, yeah I, 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 for, for a while, like writing songs was like, you know, I, I would always love the stuff I came up with on guitar cause I'm, I'm primarily a, a guitar player. Um, but, yeah. but like, I, it just, I, I would come up with, you know, it would be one of those things where I'd write something and be like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. And then the next day I'm like, oh, no, I hate that. So yeah. I get to the point where I actually became comfortable with that was, I think what made being, becoming a frontman easier in, in a way, uh, yeah. just being comfortable with the, with the stuff I'm writing. And, and, and I, I, I definitely feel good about it now. Yeah. Who else is in the band? So it, the the dynamics are kind of weird. So like I I I um I am like the face of the band. I, I I guess I don't want to say like oh this is my band like because you know my my philosophy is you know if you're on stage with me it's your band too. Um, yeah. but it, it was um it's it's really it, it's everything starts from me and it expands outward. Um, like I I I write all the songs. Um, I I do most of the instrumentation on the uh. The recordings uh so far like I'll, I'll play guitar bass um do little keys and you know sing but uh nice and and then uh my friend uh lucas uh luke martucci he uh plays in a couple he plays in a couple other bands he's in a local prog rock band uh 
called Haven States. And he mm. also plays in a band called Tales of Creature, which they're out in California. I don't know too much about them, but he, he played in all the, um, on all the recordings. And I, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have him all the recordings going forward. But I, yeah, he, and he plays all the live shows. So that's, so he's on drums. Um, and then as far as the live band is concerned, uh, we have uh, Eddie Robus, another good friend of mine on guitar. Um, yeah. And then Antonio Pagano, he's the bass player. He's a great musician, multi-instrumentalist. Um, and I put him on bass. Pretty much everyone that's Japan at one point lived with me. So they, they you know, they, they've gotten to know the, the songs, stuff like that. And then uh, my friend Graham Albright, he, uh, we, I, we swap him and Eddie out every every now and then just based on people's availability. Uh, Graham plays guitar too. He's played the first show. He played um, at a festival with us. Um, I want to get him in on more shows. He'll be playing the next our next next set with us uh, yeah. in place of Eddie. But I, I want to. I'm trying to expand this out into a into a five piece and kind of have him like on like third guitar slash keys. I, I, I'm creating a more um, more full sound with the live sets because because I, I just like that. It, it's cool to have stuff stripped down sometimes, but to like a certain extent. Um, yeah. I, I, so um, yes, yeah, so and then uh, also my my good friend uh, Evan Yester occasionally will fill in on drums for Luke. Uh, he's a uh, he's he's my roommate. Uh, we we uh, made we've been recording an EP down here in my basement, mm. and uh, he's he's still on drums, but he's also engineered all the sessions. He's mixed everything. He's a really good studio engineer. So as as far as that's concerned, that's really the the, the live band's been so far. But uh, it, but really, it, it's it starts from me, expands outward. Uh, it, it goes back to like when, when I was coming up with uh, what, just I I wanted this project to be, uh, like back in like 2019, I was at a place where I was uh, working jobs I hated. Uh, I I just failed to start a band up, uh, and because because of like creative differences and you know people's availability and commuting and stuff like that, it just becomes difficult. I'm sure you know how that can be sometimes but it was there was something that like fell apart right before it's even like yeah. took off so i was kind of back to square one um my my and my my music taste and my my songwriting was um changing a little bit so i i kind of decided to start from scratch and pursue another project and i, I remember talking to my friend steve because i was originally trying to find like a vocalist to work with because i wasn't at that point comfortable uh, singing stuff, you got to write lyrics. So I was like, okay, I'll take all these guitar parts and you know have someone who can write it. But then my, my friend Steve told me he's like, well, you know, you should just do everything. You, you, yeah. you a good idea of what you want it to sound like. So it, I, I'd make myself the face of the band just to you know maintain the creative direction. But but really, like the guys who play with me, they're they're my friends. I mean, they 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 it's it's their band too. Like they're they're in the band. You know, whether you whatever label you want to put on it, uh, they they always. They're not afraid to uh, offer suggestions to the songs when they're coming together. They're not afraid to like you know just tell me what's on their mind, which I like because I like having other minds in in the process, and I do want to incorporate those guys into the recording process uh, at some point. So uh, yeah, it, but uh, but going back to what I was saying earlier, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I end up just making it um, just like a project that that's me, like the songs I write. But having other people contribute to that and having other people's input, I mean, it's it's very it's very crucial to the end product. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, the band dynamics are kind of weird, but like it, but in a good way, 
in a good way. Everyone, everyone's enjoying it. I, I, I want, pe I don't want people to feel like they're showing up for work because they, they, they're more than just hired guns to me. Like I said, they're my, they're my friends, and I, like, I don't want people to feel like they're showing up for work. I mean, like, I want you to enjoy this. I want you to have fun. It's, it's important to me, and, and, and they seem like they're having fun, so I'm happy that they're enjoying it. Yeah, what's the, uh, what's the deal with the band name? Where'd that come from? Uh, so, uh, it, it, this is really funny. We, uh, so you, you ever play the Bidelium Rocket League? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we, um, we, we play it on my PlayStation upstairs and we, we, we do this thing. We were doing for a few years. We, uh, we, we don't have the, we don't have online. So we just do like a tournament, tournaments versus the, the CPUs. So we, yeah. We made a team. We call it the Furmans. Like, like. Yeah, I like, got you. Like, <laughs> yeah, but we would play, and there's the best team that out of all the CPU teams we play. There were the two. We would do two e two. So, um, the two uh guys were called uh Sticks S T Y X and Foamer, and huh. so we were like we were like okay, you know, one's already a band name, and one could be a band name. Yeah. So I was I was like. That's it. That's the name, Fomer. Gotcha. Yeah, it's cool. It's a good game. Rocket League, for sure. Oh, yeah. Very addicting. Uh, yeah. I actually prefer FIFA myself. Just regular. Oh, role. I'm the big, big uh, FIFA guy. Okay. Big FIFA guy. I love it. I love soccer. You on Xbox or uh, PlayStation? Or uh, PlayStation. Switch? Or, okay. PlayStation. Yeah. Always been a PlayStation guy. Right on. Yeah, I'm on the old Xbox, although I haven't been in probably like a year or two, but I'm going to get back on there one of these days. Go kick, kick some kids' butts in FIFA. <laughs> I love, I love but, how, how mad people get. Oh, that's it's great. So funny. I, I love, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I was on a real FIFA kick for a while. Uh, not too long ago. Yeah. My guy, like, I love doing like career mode on that. It's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. It looks like you guys uh, are playing like what once a month or so right now. Yeah, trying to get like uh, one or two shows a month. That, that, that's really the goal right now. I, it, it, you know, because because we're new and I I, I want the exposure. Um, I, I want to you know give people the opportunity to come see us play live, especially because we only have a couple songs out right now. I you know, like like the the songs we have for live set is more um there's more of a variety. And there's, it's yeah. more hinting at like a direction that we're going in creatively. So I, I, I definitely like getting people out there, and you know, they're like, "Oh, what's this song?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, we'll release it someday." But, yeah. yeah. What are some of the best uh, venues you feel like in town that either you've played or are still trying to play? Um, I really like uh, Mr. Small's lot, uh, Mr. Small's Funhouse. Um, Word. It, it's a nice like for, for like you know smaller bands like us. It's it's a very very nice cozy venue. Um, the people who work there are great, like the, the sound people. Um, I also like Thunderbird Music Hall. We haven't, uh, we haven't played there, uh, not yet at least. I, I hope we do someday, but like, that's kind of like more for like, like bigger bands, like, like, uh, bi bi bigger bands say like they have, a, bands have a following, but like, you know, won't pack a stadium. Like they're not yeah. huge, but like they're, you know, decently big enough where it's like you can fill like a small concert hall. Right but I, th I think those are my two favorite venues in the city. There's a, um, there's there's one. My, my favorite bar was also a venue, but it closed down. It was called Whisper Nest. It had like a real like cool '70s vibe to it, and like yeah. they they would get like vinyl on the wall. They would spin records. It, 
I, I miss it. <laughs> I wish it didn't shut down. Yeah. Is that kind of, like, somewhat normal for the scene up there? Like, do you guys have some cool dive bars and all that? Oh, yeah, there's there's a lot of cool dive bars. I actually live right next to a dive bar. Um, But, I, yeah, I, I definitely like it. It's... We, I don't think we haven't played any like dive bars yet. Um, I don't, I don't know if we will. We'll, we'll see what kind of opportunities come up. But like, yeah, it, it it's uh, we're not really at the point where we can be picky yet. So, so I think yeah. we can get. It. But yeah, we haven't played any dive bars yet. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've also heard like just in general restaurants and everything. Food's really good in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, I mean, Pittsburgh's got a lot of cool history to it, so it's like they they really get, like, big on, like, I mean, I'm sure you've heard of, like, maybe, like, Primani Brothers, like, putting, like, fries on sandwiches and, you know, fries yeah. and salad and stuff like that. And, you know, people's obsession over pierogies here. Like, it, like, like, <laughs> yeah. like we invented it or something, but... Yeah. Yeah, but the food's really good. I, I don't like uh, playing in, like, restaurants, though, like, uh, like, like, like Hard Rock Cafe or stuff like that not to you know call yeah. out event like but they're, they're uh but it, it's just it's hard to like separate the restaurant and venue portion when you have a like kind of air mix like that yeah for but sure. I'm, but some places some places you know are okay about it and you know i'm not saying it's a terrible venue to play at because I've, I've played it before and had no problem really it's just it's just getting a crowd in there really it's like move tables and stuff it's just it just seems very tedious yeah no it's it's definitely not not ideal yeah. Um, have you seen Daisy Jones and the Six? I'm just curious. Uh, no. Uh, where are they from? Uh, it's a TV show on Amazon. Oh, it, I thought you were talking about uh, a pin. No, I've, I've never seen that show. I just ask everyone from Pittsburgh if they if they've seen it, because um, it's like one of my favorite shows I've seen that's come out recently. But it's just about a, like a '70s band. Um, and it's, what's it, I think it's what's it called again? It's called Daisy Jones and the Six. I think it's loosely yeah. based on Fleetwood Mac, but um, but it's also based in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's cool. I, I definitely got to check that out. Daisy Jones and the Six. Yeah, it's well, definitely a good one. Yeah, I'm definitely got to check that out. Like, and, and um, based off Fleetwood Mac and takes place in Pittsburgh. I that's you sold me. <laughs> you sold it to me. Yeah. So what's the story behind uh, the music here? We got uh, Brain Attack and uh, Combust. Yeah, yeah. So those are the two singles we have out right now. Um, Brain Attack we just released. We released that a week ago uh, today. Uh, so it's it's been out for a week. Uh, that's kind of like that. I was more like once we had an idea of what the band was gonna be. Um, Combust is, is like a different story. It's like that's back when I wasn't sure if I was gonna sing or not. So I was had the idea of being guest vocalist so i had um had my friend josie banks uh come in and sing that one uh she it's the only so we're we're, we're I'll, I'll say this we're uh we're hoping to release an ep uh later this year like it'll be self-titled um we're finishing up tracking now but these two singles will be on that ep and uh combust uh is the oldest song the bunch the the, the evolution of that song stretches over like the past decade like, it goes back to high school for me and again i'm i'm 28 so this is like 11 years ago i um yeah. i i was um i was in a band in high school we mostly did like uh covers but uh m my friend and i we kind of like uh we we came out together like with this progression and it, we, we quickly overcomplicated because we were we were kids and we we're you know it's 
writing back then it's more like oh look what i can do but uh but yeah it, it, we we had this progression and um a couple of years like a few years later like at, after i finished college um when i was getting really into songwriting and i was trying to start up that band that, that i mentioned before that that failed before you started i uh i brought back that like progression i modified it a little bit um and i, I kind of built music around it but i i had no idea of, um what I wanted the vocals to sound like and stuff. So I I, I asked uh, my friend Josie uh, if she wanted to sing on it and and come up with some lyrics. And it was uh, and and she she blew my mind with what she came up with. It I I just it's exactly how I wanted it to sound, and I didn't realize that until she did it. But um, yeah, but yeah, it, it that's back how I was like when I had the idea of having like guest vocals on each song, but uh. I, I figured a live adaption of that would be kind of complicated, so that's so with everything to follow that, I, I started doing the vocals. But uh, but I, I was uh, really happy about that. She, uh, I had all the music finished. I sent it to her. Um, Josie came over uh, one day uh, with some like almost finished lyrics, and uh, you know, and and we sat down and we 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 really it was it was like a real bonding experience too. Like 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 just like putting lyrics together with someone that's something i never really did before but i was really happy with what what, what she came up with and then uh yeah then we just hung out the rest of the day and watched eric andre but uh yeah. uh but i but then uh we got in the studio and, and i I didn't, I didn't know the melody but she, she killed it and I, I was i was really happy about that so i seeing how i was like the oldest song and it kind of like that song kind of like it is it, it kind of like an illustration of like a transition in, in my songwriting. Uh, yeah. Because before that, I was kind of like, I was really on like a huge, like, uh, you know, 90s Seattle grunge kick. And uh, I was writing more stuff that was more like, like kind of like, like that. Like I was, you know, really into like Foo Fighters. Still am. But I, <clears> like, like that was definitely like a big uh, influence in my writing back then. And this is kind of like the transition from alternative rock to psych rock. Um, yeah. So yeah, and then like, so that's that's combust. That was our that's our first single. I wanted to release it first because the oldest one, and just for all the reasons I mentioned before. But uh, brain attack uh, is different. That's uh, that's I, I was on a huge Pink Floyd kick, and um, I, I came up with these. I, I sat down with a mini amp, uh, in my bedroom at my parents' house where I was living at the time. This is like four years ago. Um. And I, I had a little mini amp, and I turned up the, the delay a little bit to a certain point, and I was just hitting those. Um, like I don't know if you've heard the song, but the, but the, the opening chords is just like on the delay, just like hitting it on the. Um, yeah, I was checking the, it out. And I so I, I came up with that, and I was like, oh, that kind of sounds like uh, you know something that like you know you know Pink Floyd would do or something like that, and because that's all I was thinking about at the time, and uh, yeah, I, I kind of like started putting a song together around it and then that's that's really why i first started getting comfortable with uh, lyrics um the it, the title was originally supposed to be a joking title but i i quickly made meaning out of it because i because like basically the song's about anxiety it's about dealing with like you know going through every yeah. life from one person's perspective <laughs> but uh yeah it, it's uh it, it, it was something that like i i quickly made meaning out of and i got comfortable with and uh then and then around the time my friend Cody was showing me how to make more uh, professional sounding demos and so I so I, I we start, so me and him actually worked together to make the original demo of it 
and then um and then we started recording it a couple years later but it was uh I, i'm very happy with with that song a lot and um yeah and, and I'm, I'm happy for like the feedback i've been getting from people i know and uh yeah it, it's, it's just definitely uh the, the sound i've been you know itching for that that i'm really starting to get comfortable with and really starting to dig and kind of like um the, the stuff to come will kind of be like derivative of that sound yeah yeah do you feel like you struggle with anxiety like on a day-to-day basis or is it more something like kind of comes and goes um yeah that's that's tough because i mean like i i i mean I, I worry about a lot of things but uh i i i'll experience it most days i mean anxiety and depression that's something that you, it, it's it's tough when you're a songwriter and you've been you're dealing with anxiety and depression because you got one thing that's like you know keeping you from being motivated and the other thing telling you that you, like you you're not good enough or something yeah. like that so it's, it's definitely something to juggle but i i, I definitely wanted to like when I wrote Brain Attack, I wanted to write about more like stuff, stuff that I think about, stuff that's more personal to me, and actually, yeah. you know, not write like nonsense. But uh, yeah, no, I I, I definitely uh, deal with with that a lot, and it, it is more on a day to day basis. I mean, like you know, it, it it comes and goes as the day goes on, but uh, it, it's really uh, it it's really become like you know significant in my writing for sure, yeah. just as far as lyrics and like uh activity and just, mm. just different different parts of the spectrum but yeah yeah i imagine the uh the songwriting is therapeutic as it is for oh most absolutely of us. so absolutely it can be therapeutic and it can be stressful because i overthink everything as hmm. yeah do you find uh other people like help you kind of decide when something's done or are you just you kind of overthink it until it's done like i don't know what your strategy is it's it, it, it can be different uh each shine but you like i'll i'll make because I'll, I'll have an idea when i write when i come up with the idea and i have it you know fully like uh structured i I'll, yeah. I'll have i'll know exactly how i want everything to sound like i'll have it playing on repeat in my head uh driving myself crazy so i'll make like a demo of it i'll you know program some drums i'll you know do all the guitar and bass and stuff for some like midi keys in there and kind of make like a like a a, a full sounding demo because I, I like i have yeah. friends that will, you know will do the more singer songwriter approach where they'll take like you know who's guitar and you know just you know, sings like call kind of progression come up with lyrics and then bring it to a band and have it kind of develop that way and uh that's kind of how it is in my other band i'm, I'm in a band called beach boise idaho um that the name is all my, my friend graham he's just he's He's a witty dude. I love him. Um, but uh, he, he kind of does things that way, and we do that. And I play bass in that band, so it's, it's. But it, it gives it gives me a chance to you know, give some creativity in there. But when I'm making songs for Foamer, I'm making like the whole demo, and and, and I I will overthink it until it's done. I I've spent I've spent like eight months on like a single song. Like I I will really dive deep into a single idea, and uh, some, sometimes sometimes it'll take a while because i'll be doing myself but i i'm not afraid to ask other people's opinions um my roommate bobby uh actually yesterday because I'm, I'm working on a demo of a song I'm, I'm finishing up right now and uh i i i i wasn't sure because i was i had this guitar part come in like where it changed like going to the next part of the song i wasn't sure if i wanted it to come in on on like the one or, or like the upbeat before that like the four and of the previous bar yeah. and uh 
was really overthinking that. So I had to ask like, hey, like, like which, which one sounds better to you? And he's like, oh, this one. I'm like, okay, great. I just need to hear it from someone else. And sometimes you just need to hear it from someone else. You just need to have another, another brain there. Um, so yeah, and that's kind of why I want to incorporate um, my bandmates more into the uh, recording process going forward. Now that I kind of have a better idea of what I want this band to be and how I want it to evolve or how I imagine it evolving in the future. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Definitely helpful too to have uh, other people around, you know, mm-hmm. share the opinions. Um, so yeah, we got uh, we got those two out. I'll probably feature both of them if you want on this episode. Oh, I I, I would love it. I had love one. Oh, sure. I added one to the uh, the running playlist I have here for everybody who's been on the show. So it's the part time rock star playlist. Um, usually I ask people kind of what they do uh, outside of music, uh, obviously given the, uh, the theme of the show. But uh, if for some reason you're uncomfortable with that, you don't have to answer. So no pressure. But uh, no, it's, it's not a problem. I um. I mean, I, I really do try to prioritize music, but, you know, I also have to, like, you know, eat and pay rent and, you know, yeah. do all those, you know, adult things. But, uh, like, I, what I've been doing lately is working uh, several part-time jobs. Like, I've been working at a uh, local music venue, uh, the Roxine Theater, which is a, it's a Live Nation venue. I, I, uh, I've been working there in the box office for about two years now. Um, I, I went to school at the University of Pittsburgh. I, uh. I, I did I was doing some temp work there because I got a really good temp agency so I was kind of like hopping around from uh, office job to office job um it, it's something I had to come to terms with is that like I have a limited amount of energy each day like no matter like how much sleep I get how, like what I eat or how much I eat uh it, it's always generally the same so like I, I like to work jobs that that I feel can be flexible and also allow me to have some of that energy left when I get home because especially if you're working a job you don't like that's the worst because you come home just feeling defeated and very unmotivated so it's just important that I work jobs that like I like the people around me or you know you know good people to be around you know not like no toxic environments which I've unfortunately had to deal with in the past but uh no it's it's very uh Lately, it's been good because I, I I feel like I can actually like dedicate some time to music and stuff and you know because I, I and I'm also like a huge like I'm I'm such a night owl like like I'll I'll be I'm like at my most creative point at like 4 a.m. <laughs> um, yeah yeah but but um, yeah but basically like I'll, I'll my two jobs is that I kind of like a part time administrative assistant part time you know box office assistant at that venue. Uh, but then, yeah, but other than that, I'm just playing these. I, I, I keep myself pretty busy just with, with everything I do because, like, I've played as, like, a hired gun uh, in different bands. Like, I, I have Fomer, got Beat yeah. Boise. I, I, got, I got all those those uh, things going on. So it's it's a lot to juggle, but it, 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 keeps me, it keeps me productive. It keeps me on my feet. And yeah, I, I, I think that's important. So it's, yeah, the, the, the work-life balance is definitely a struggle especially you know dealing with anxiety and depression because like that just that consumes that alone just consumes so much energy so it's, yeah. it's, it's more I, I think yeah. most musicians i think the goal is is balance 
I mean, some some people are a little more you know privileged than others, but I uh, you know that that they it is what it is. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of a book I read somewhat recently. I think there's a couple that I've read similar to this, but one is called uh, Daily Daily Rituals. I don't know if you can see it's kind of blurred out there, but uh, I see, yeah. Um, How Artists Work by uh, Mason Curry. There's another one too. I think it's like a hundred habits of you know successful people or something but i feel like those kind of books are always good to kind of like give you an idea of how different you know creative people work some people are night owls and some people are kind of like day creatures and everything in between yeah so that'd be interesting i gotta check that out or the war of art is another good one never checked that out but but yeah man um that's pretty much what I got here. Uh, kind of my usual interview style questions. So um, I don't know if there's something I missed, but um, obviously it's nice talking to you. And I hope to be up to Pittsburgh sometime within the next year, at least, if not maybe six months. Yeah, let me know if you're in town, man. Yeah, I'll we'll point you in the direction of some good shows. There's always stuff going on. Um, yeah, and thank you. Thank you. It's really been nice talking to you, Brett. Yeah, man, no problem. Just trying to help out a little bit here and there with people's stuff. Oh, yeah, I appreciate so, what you do. Yeah, um, I'll try to get this out sometime in the next couple weeks or so. And cool. uh, hey. I'll send you, I don't know, any questions I might have about it if I have any. Yeah, please don't hesitate. I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm very quick to reply. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got, so I'll let you get on with the rest of your afternoon here. Sounds good, man. Well, I hope you have a nice day. Yeah, you too, and uh, I'll be in touch. Sounds good. All right, later, dude. All right, see ya. So yeah, thanks to Noah for coming on the show, and thanks to you for listening. The song you're hearing in the background is called Combust by Filmer. <laughs>